that it went mm-hmm. full full recreational out there in Jersey, though. That's, yeah, yeah, the guy, that's we good, got, man. We're getting dispensaries and everything out here now. Man, it's about damn time. I'm so tired of places being behind on that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why the governor got voted in, because that was the whole agenda, legalizing <laughs> weed. So when he said that, he's like, yo, you got it. Yep, no doubt. Man, it's one of those things you're just like, what the fuck are y'all taking so long for across the board? Over the most petty shit in the world. That's how I know. That's how you know when they decriminalize it. It's like the most blatant money grab shit ever. They're like, ah, that were. yeah, exactly. We, we, we're not. We're not really gonna care about it. But if we catch you, that's 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 money in our pocket for sure. All right. Let me tell you, my my. <laughs> let me tell you right. My brother, he was. Uh, I don't know. He's speeding, but he got arrested in Tennessee. He had a gun and he had uh, a quarter quarter ounce of weed. The gun was a misdemeanor. The quarter ounce was a felony. <laughs> wow. Or, a, wow. The gun was a misdemeanor. The quarter ounce was a felony. I said, what? Fuck Pete Ricketts. Or, That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? So I'm gonna get in trouble podcast with your boy Eddie Lyles. Terrence G is in the building. Yeet, yeet, skeet, skeet. And we got Mr. Ray Gibbs on the in the building. Ray Gibbs is our guest today. Yeah, 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 what yeah, up yeah, though, yeah. baby? What up though? Jersey yeah. in the building. You already know, baby. <laughs> so for those yeah. not familiar, we were discussing it. Our man Ray Gibbs has been seen on Comedy Central's Heart of the City, being out there. He's done Apollo, he has done uh tours is on the road does his skits but more importantly uh we were talking a little bit behind the scenes ray you said you did a tour to 30 prisons yeah in the state 30 alone. prisons yep my One, guy yeah Dude, I got Pennsylvania it. has 30 prisons by itself <laughs> hello for real yes it does that's yeah. 30 prisons. has 27 male has 27 male prisons and three female I gotta know first. First and Man. foremost, how did this come about? Um, we did a show one time in Pennsylvania for a corrections officer. His family was there. He thought it was great. He was like, "I would really like to bring this to my prison." And we were sitting there like, "What?" You know what I mean? So we did the prison show. It went really well, and they sent word out to the other other prisons, and we started a tour. <laughs> Yo, that's yeah. like. That's some like comedy Johnny Cash type shit, right? Like yeah, man. But yeah, we had some. I can't lie. We had some real adventures on this tour, man. Because we did this prison. I don't know if you ever looked up. We did this prison called Greater for Prison. Now Greater for I didn't even know Greater for Prison like the size of an airport. It was so huge. I didn't even know there were prisons that big in this country. But we oh, yeah. did this prison. It was nine hundred inmates and ten guards, and they were like, "Let's be funny or die." Like, because they're like, "These guys, right? We can't stop these guys." So it was really like some funny too many of situation. Yeah, just too many of them. But they enjoyed it, so I'm here. So, <laughs> so it went well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so I'm fucking lost, so, bro. So, 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 so did you have? Did you have any hecklers? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, of course. Always got hecklers. Oh yeah, yeah. the motherfucker. They don't get to see that many people, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's this is prison. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? I figured, so I wanted to get that out of the way. I figured. And prison that, people always know they funnier than you. Well, yeah, so, oh, they, they, they think they all can be. Word of the one. Yeah. For sure. But the crazy so, thing is, once you show them no fear, 
they get scared. It's the craziest thing. Word is born. Once you show them no fear on that stage, they they back up off. Were Ali they a be, friendly heckler or were they? No, no, they were like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> they no, were Ali they were, did his special in a prison. Like, he huh? taped his Comedy Central special in a prison. Yeah, but um, I actually have it on DVD too. <laughs> yeah, like, and it was just like, but it was like, dog, he did, he did a couple years. So he was just like, bro, like, we, we about to, we about to hang. Hey, but why not, like, man? They let we, you go I think we it. bring him up on the show a lot, dog. That, 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 uh, what is it? Uh, what's the name of that joke? Oh, Mexicans got on boots. You gotta look up, you gotta look up Ali Sadiq YouTube. Mexicans oh, okay. got on boots. It's oh, a, Ali uh, Sadiq, that's my home. Yeah, I'm with Ali. Yeah, 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 I gotta look at that one. Though. I gotta look, I see that one. Yet. Yeah, bro. The Mexican the Mexicans got on boots drink is one of the mm -hmm. funniest stories because the only thing. Is the joint reminds me of like being in high school. I, okay, so I'm from DC, but I grad I went to high school in 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 You can oh you can smoke on screen unless you don't want okay. to. Okay, all right, cool. My bad. That was yeah, yeah. I mean it's, <laughs> you got, it's legal like, over here, you feel me? It's legal here too. It's just not oh, legal the white with turns it at. It's it not legal happen. in Omaha. We <laughs> on the internet. Fuck, yeah. fuck Pete Ricketts. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, no, no, like uh, I went to I went to school in Maryland in a place called Bladesburg, and our and our our uh, Latino population is huge. Okay. So, bro, like when 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 the Mexicans or the the Salvadorians or the Puerto Rican, whenever these motherfuckers, when the when the Spanish motherfuckers start fighting, yeah, <clears throat> just stay the fuck. It's Spanish and African. Everybody else you can watch. African right. sound like thunder is rocking, bro. Like that shit. <laughs> Like when everybody keeps talking about Francis and Ganu got the heaviest hands, I was like, nigga, he from Africa. I already knew that bruh. shit. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. Africans fighting sound like fucking thunder is fucking cracking somewhere, bro. And they oh, yeah. their fights are different. Like, cause they yeah. stand in front of each other and exchange blows. Ain't no blocking in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no. So nah, yeah, but either way, yeah, you gotta watch Ali Sadiq. Mexicans got on boots. That I'm shit is up. that shit is fire. So so what else did you, so what else have you done? You've been doing comedy for a couple years now, right? <coughs> yeah, I've been doing comedy for about nine years now. It's really been ten, but since the pandemic hit and we didn't get to do nothing last year, <coughs> I okay, said it's nine. Yeah, yeah so um um but I, I've been on the Apollo. I've definitely traveled, like you said, we've been heart of the city. Um uh I won this big um uh you know, being on being doing this for nine years, you know, after a while, it's just the main thing was me was just being consistent, you know what I mean? And be consistently funny and finding who you are. Because I think one thing about comedy, being in comedy, I've learned about my comedy and I've learned about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, you grow Fact. into yourself and who you are, you know what I mean? And this has yep. been like the greatest, I, I feel like one of the greatest journeys in my life, you know what I mean? Because I've, I've really had some rocky roads up and down, but this one was really like, you know, as soon as I got on stage, I just I knew this was me. You know what I mean? I just did you, did you think you were funny when you as soon as you jumped on stage, or you 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 had? To I work mean, at it? everybody, you know what it was. I'll be honest with you. My ex girlfriend, she's the one who pushed me and kind of dared me to get on stage because she thought I was mm. very funny. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, I got on stage the first time, and I had a great set the first time. Great set I had the first time. That's how and it sucks you in, man. Yeah, That's it sucks how it you right sucks in. You in. Mm. But I'll be honest with you, my third, fourth show, I bombed. I was in Brooklyn, New York. I bombed yeah. so badly. And That's that night, I, I knew I wanted to do comedy. 
after that bomb, I like this is what I want to do. <laughs> like, yeah, because no, no, dude, because I tell you, you couldn't end bro. on that note, right? Like, yeah. you, you're like, that's no, no, no. I'm not going out that way. I, I no, might go that wasn't even mine. That wasn't even mine, bro. Mine was I, all right. I went up for the first time. I went up. I fucking oh. killed. Uh, I thought at least I thought I killed. I don't know if I killed or not. In my head, I killed. Right, looking at my fucking one year shit, two year shit, I, I definitely ate a dick. But right. <laughs> you got laughs, first, which was important. Exactly. Right. My, right. Which was and important. then I proceeded to bomb. I said this before. I proceeded to bomb for almost a whole year. Right. Yeah, I did. Right. Same here. But my, but the part that I was like, I gotta keep doing comedy, was the comp, like the competition element of it. Right. Because I okay. saw motherfuckers that I was like, I was like, I, like you know how you go outside and you see certain people. And you'd be like, nigga, I wouldn't hang with this nigga for shit. Right. Like, I would never hang around this motherfucker. But on stage, this nigga funny as fuck. Like, it was it was one of those weird joints. And I was like, hold up. So the non-cool kids can be funny, but I can't be? Does it, nah. Doesn't, doesn't, that, doesn't nah. that rub you in such a wrong way? Like, because I've, I've never been one of the people, like, I, I was never popular enough to be known by everybody, wanted by all the girls, but I was popular enough to be known, right? But when a motherfucker is just like nerdy and able to do that whole ordeal and be really funny off or on stage, but then you see that like they, they can barely put a sentence together. It's frustrating. You're like, there's no fucking way I'm yeah. allowing that to happen. But I keep it real. What I started to learn about that too, uh, somebody actually came to me one day and they was like, you know, you're very, very smart, man. And I was like, you know, they said it to me after a show. And I was like, what, what, yeah. why? Well, you know, why'd you say that? He said, well, he said, I, you have to be smart in order to make a group of people laugh in a room. So it will make them collaboratively laugh. You have to be pretty smart to do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So then I understand when I looked at the nerdy kids of how they broke it down, they already mm -hmm. kind of had like a little genius side of them. So now it's more about them being sarcastic. You know what I mean? Just to add character to them. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I started learning that and looking at certain ways, certain deliveries, because I keep it real. One thing about the nerdy guys you're talking about, I feel like sometimes they're all the same. You know what I all mean? I feel like they're all, all the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? All they all them. deliver the same, all that stuff. But the yeah. fact is, you know what I mean? We, which we all, all want to put their staple on comedy. Like comedy's right. not funny unless it's done like this. Right, <laughs> exactly. It's so crazy to me. But the fact is, it's crazy. Like you said, these guys have no personalities. None. But then they're funny on stage. But to, to for people who do have personalities and are funny on stage, is a plus to us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because somebody yes. once told me when I first started, it's not about also what you do on stage. It's about what you do off that bitch, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because once yes. you get off that stage and you get in that crowd and you're talking to all the 40 people in the audience, you want to be able to be relatable and, and you want to be able to be somebody that can be approachable. Because right. if you're not yeah. approachable, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna want to deal with you. Nobody's gonna want to book you. None of that shit. <laughs> we was just talking about this yesterday, bro. We were just talking about this yesterday. And that, I was about to say because that ties right into is we were talking about it in terms of being funny or not funny, as well as the comics that develop the type five. You know right. the the images that go out there and they chisel away at that five and it's sharp. Right. But they stay right. doing that five everywhere you see them at every mic, and it's a yeah. funny five. But there's no risk taken. You, right, right. Just right. coming across. I, I would hat, like that. You seem, you seem now to be like a guy that isn't that. So is that no, where Ray no, no, Gibbs no. operates? I mean, now I take more risk than anything because mm. I feel like the risk is, is helping me one grow, one. You know what I'm saying? Help me one grow. Right. Help me elevate mm. my comedy. You know what I'm saying? 
And I can't front, it gets the crowd into me because now when you're taking a risk, you're basically saying things that people want to say that they can't, they feel like, you know what I mean? They right. feel like they're getting you out of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Or them out of you, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like if nothing else, you're at least memorable. Yeah, and that's what I try to, I keep it real, this guy named, I don't know if you know this guy named John Laster. And um, I was about four years in, we were doing a small bar and he was saying to me, he was like, you know, he's like real funny, but he said, you have no memorable jokes. He said, that's what you need to have. He said, you need to have memorable jokes. When people see you in the street and they know who you are, they need to say your jokes to you. You know right. what I'm saying? That's how memorable it is. And then that once I got on that tip and things like that, that's when I started to really, really grow and start to branch out. But those joints, like those, those type of situations, those type of jokes come from speaking shit that everybody can see. Does that make right. sense? Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I do I do a couple jokes and when I get off stage, people, I'll be outside smoking and people will literally like do what I was talking about in the joke. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? exactly. Because it's, exactly. it's like, if you talk about shit that you actually do, like I talk about, I smoke outside and you know what I'm saying? Certain things happen. And so when they see me smoking outside, they're like, oh, okay, I knew that actually happened. It's like, I think Somebody put up, a, a comic put up this joint, and I think it resonated with a lot of comics because a lot of people shared it and commented. He was like, are your jokes um, made all the way made up? Are all your jokes, if you look at your whole catalog, are all your jokes made up? Are, are all your jokes real? Because they need to have both. Right. They need to have a mixture of it, right? Right, right, exactly. Where it's just that funny good time type shit, but it also is like, oh, this is real life. This ain't no right. bullshit. Like, this is... He's talking to me about real life. And I think when we talk about the nerdy comics, a lot of them, not all of them, a lot of them do a lot of exaggerating bits in the sense of wordplay. Like you'll get, you get certain comics, they do yeah, exaggerating bits. In the, yeah, certain, you look at certain comics, like you really didn't experience that. Like, you, you didn't, you didn't go saying? through that shit at all. You ain't go right. through that shit at all. Word is born. But you you can see yourself going through, so you're making it up as you go along. Exactly. You know but with me, actually, I think a lot of my jokes, now that you say that, pertain to really my life. Like, my life, right. who I am, what I've been through, what I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? Or right. what I see in the world and how I am a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Thanks. You know what I mean? So, for the most part, it's <clears> never... I mean, in the beginning, I would say I made up a lot of stuff just because I seen funny shit that I seen and I thought it was funny. So, I, you know what I mean? I mm -hmm. made it into a joke. But after a while, you start getting... Like I said, you start finding about... You know, you start learning more about yourself. So, you start coming into your own. You know well, you mean? start to you start to realize that everybody sees those random funny incidents. Everybody sees that crazy person yeah. at the store or that Karen moment and everything. Mm. But what people don't have is that ability to be honest and funny about their own life and perspective to say, sure. yeah, that was mundane and whatever happened. But here's why I thought it was so funny. And here's why I can flip it into being more fucked up. It can do all of this. It can do that. So Ray, Lord, somebody you, was you, telling me, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. You said you've been doing comedy eight years? Nine years. Nine, nine years, nine years. So about yeah. when did you think you found your voice comedically? I would say about five, six years. Mm. I was, uh, I feel like I was doing a lot. You know what I mean? And when I first started, I used to wear glasses. You know what I mean? I was, when I first started comedy, I, I can't remember, I was like 240, man. And I was, I'm six. Or, you know what I'm saying? And I worked out a lot. So I felt like I was intimidating people on stage because I was so big. You know what I mean? So I was trying to find ways of myself to not to intimidate people. You know what I mean? 
because when I would approach or when I would, you know, get on people that in the third, I felt like they were more scared than like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that's uh, what I like. I like that shit. Yeah, so I'm six to... five, bro. So, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, fuck them niggas. I'm six five and over three hundred, yeah. nigga. That shit ain't never but, come. I ain't but, never but, I, shit, but I wanted people to approach me like they approached other comedians after the show. You know what I'm mm. saying? And uh, that was that in the beginning. That wasn't happening. Even though they might have laughed at me on stage, they still wasn't approaching me. You know what I mean? So I I found a way to finally get my voice in. You know, uncommon. I took off the glasses. I took off everything. I took off all the gimmicks. And started really like one, one getting into my material and writing because <laughs> that was a big key too. Right. Um, and then two, actually, one that I can't front me. I'm a big fan of comedy. You know, a lot, I feel like a lot of comedians, some comedians are not fans of comedy. So I started analyzing other comedies, and I can't lie, looking at the veterans. You know what I'm saying? And also, you know, a lot. Of, one big thing too, when I was first getting on stage, I was very fast. All my jokes had to be like this, 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 this. Get, yeah. to, the next joke, get to the next joke. Get to the next joke. Now I slow down. I take my, my complete time on stage. And See, that's I, yeah, I, just, I, I sit down on stage, bro. Like I, yeah. I remember, like when I host, I gotta like remind myself when I host not to sit down. Because if I sit, yeah. like I go in my bag. Like I don't. It's why are we rushing this, bro? Like yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh -huh. if I don't get like, I think sometimes people doing the podcast, we as comics, we're like, oh, okay, I gotta hit them with. 85 jokes and I got to get to the laugh the next second. Yeah, the next exactly. Second. That's how I was thinking. Right. But that was how I was taught, right? Like, but, and then that's, that's what I was So that's what I was kind of getting at yesterday that I think fits into this is we're, we're in a weird phase where we were raised on the idea because we're hovering around that same time of doing comedy years wise. You're, you got the advice that laughs per minute matter. And you got to get in there and get into it, and then it's got to be just steamroll, 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 steamroll. Right, but that's right. A, but but that's the thing, right? It's everybody was taught that, and a, and a lot of comics, especially like urban room comics, right? A quote unquote right. urban room comics, mm -hmm. were taught that because that in comic view, they, these motherfuckers only had eight minutes, right? So, so they tried to get, to get to go hard, right? Yeah, you you better you better keep running. You better you better right. get all these jokes out because you want Facts. you want everybody to know that you got the jokes. So then that became yeah, the model. In the uh, right. But what I started to understand is one, which me and my boy was talking about, because we just did a big show. One, because it was only three of us. I hosted, you know what I'm saying? I had my man open up. I went between them and then my man closed it. And that was it. And we did the right. whole hour and a half show together. You know what I'm saying? Right. I opened up with 15. He did 30. I did another 15 in between them. My guy did 30. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I said to my boy that night, I was like, you know what? Less is more. You it know is. What I'm saying? I don't do more. Less, I don't do more than five people more. on the show, bro. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I keep it real. I do. I do. I, if I do five people, it's because of a guest spot came through. You know, what exactly. I mean, and I let it get on. But for the most part, I do two to three. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand that one, the quality of the show has to be big, and I'm I'm going to right. take away from the quality by putting so many personalities on the stage. Right. You know and not even just that, you drain the audience. Yeah, like you drain. Yes, you drain your entire audience out. Right, you tired them out. Motherfuckers don't know that shit. Motherfuckers think yeah. like, all right. Because if you if you think about it, it, it this is the kick, right? Like, huh? if you put, if you don't put enough, if you're not a real promoter, right? Mm. And what I mean by that is, if you don't promote for a living, right? right? If you're a comic who's putting together a show, you know what I'm saying? And you want to put your friends on the show. The big thing that you do is you try to get as many friends on the show because they'll invite people. So you don't have to promote as much. If you're right, a straight but, promoter, 
then you you understand that look, motherfucker, I got three people on. It is my job to promote this show. Fuck everything right. else. Fuck everything else. Right. Now, if people don't show up, if people don't show up, then maybe the lineup wasn't right. Maybe the venue wasn't right. Maybe I picked the wrong date. You got to figure that shit out as a promoter. You feel right. you know what I'm saying? And you got to do your goddamn job. <laughs> well, that, well, we could get to that because I are you under, are you underneath the impression that promoters like because this is what I, like I promote and do comedy. So I un, unfortunately for me, unfortunately for us, right? We run into the situation where it's like, listen, bro, I have to promote the show. When I put comics on the show, I'm promoting the comic. But if people don't want to see the comic, guess what? People ain't gonna fucking come. You know what I'm saying? Look, you wanna know what I did? I'm gonna tell you what I did. So I have three oh, rooms, boy. right? I have three rooms. Yeah. I have two once a month and one every other Thursday, right? So my every other Thursday, I basically promote that because basically yeah. I, I, it's an African room. And I basically I built the room. I've been doing it for two years. I built it up. Oh, so when I was talking about fighting, you already know. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So my <laughs> other two rooms, right? My check this out. My other two rooms, instead of comedian promoters, I got party promoters. So mm. I got the party promoters. They go dumb hard. Right. They go dumb hard. My party promoters, my other two rooms, stay packed. Because right. they promote everywhere. They promote to right. everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't never stop. I feel like comedian promoters, comedy promoters don't have that drive like party promoters do. You know what, what I'm saying? And see, this is the thing. This is why, this is why like, I tell people this shit all the time. I'm mm. a little bit different when it comes to promotions in my area. Not, I won't okay. say because we we also know other I, we also know other comedy promoters in different cities that go even harder, right? We've had them on the right. show, um, in Jersey actually, uh, Damon, Damon laughs. So, but okay. the you have you have as down here we have a thing called go go. Let's get to it, right? We have a thing oh, called go go, -Go. music. I know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we we ha I used to be I used to work with a team that promoted go go's. The okay. name of go go the how you promote a go go show is. As many eyeballs as fucking possible. For every uh -huh. for every hundred ticket for every hundred flyers you put out there, you only getting three people, baby. That's it. Mm -hmm. the, like mm -hmm. if you pass out a hundred flyers on average, you're only gonna get three people. First off, you're only gonna get five or six of them that's actually gonna pay attention to it, and then yeah. out of that, you might get another. You might average out to two or three. You get what I'm saying? So that mm -hmm. basically means you got if you got a room that holds a hundred people, you gotta put out. Almost thirty thousand flights, <laughs> and if you ain't doing that shit, you better hold yeah. the fucking band is big. So that, right, but right. I explain that to people on comedy. I'm like, listen, bro, you have to promote. It's that simple. Like down here, if you come down here and you have, if you ever been to a comedy club and you have Facebook out, uh, Facebook, motherfucker, you see my, you see my flyers. You right. get what I'm saying? Because right. I'm all like, dude, I need, I need a hundred thousand people. If I got a three hundred right. seater, I, I'm like, no, nah, I want to, I want to promote to a hundred thousand people. Now, what a lot of people don't get is like that shit costs money. But what y'all, right. what, what, what a lot of them don't do is right, like and go, like I said, and go go. You got to hit thirty thousand people. That means you got to get thirty thousand flyers. Right now, I need anybody, anybody, look up how much it costs for flyers yeah. on the internet right now, and that's the cheap ones. That wasn't right. what we was getting back in the day. I was about to you say, know what I'm saying? You want to get thirty thousand flyers? That shit's seven hundred dollars, bro. I was about to say you're yeah. spending easily over five hundred for that. Yeah, because yeah, I don't do the flyers. The me, I do, I do e flyers now, and I do Same. the posters. But that's only because I'm I've been able to get to that point. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Because now my rooms are doing so well that they promote themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. So before, like with my other room, it was like I was going dumb hard. I'm out every night. I'm putting posters up. I'm handing out flyers, da 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 Right. But now it's got to the point where everybody's looking for the show. Like, when's the next date? When's the next date? When's the next date? So See, now that it's done so well, I don't really have to go dumb hard. All I got to do is put out the e-flyer, put a poster up when I know there's going to be traffic, put a poster up inside the venue, and I'm good to go. But before that, you, you could imagine, like, I was killing no, yeah. myself. But that's, see, that's the thing, though, right? I'm going to be honest mm -hmm. with you. This is me, right? So mm -hmm. put it like this. And, and since the pandemic, in the last month, what did I, What do we have? Seven shows? In the last month, we had seven shows, right? So, excuse me. Yeah, think, no, five. Five, what's the name? September, September, the first two weeks of September, I'm about to have 15 shows. Okay. Bro, I, yeah, yeah, I never stopped. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is like I have I, I do partners on a lot of different shit. And this is the one thing I explain to everybody, bro. If you start off, right, in, in DC, I have the biggest independent show. That's just a fact. I don't care. Like, this is not a brag or anything. I have a okay. I have a room that sees 300 people, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Work. Shut that oh. bitch. Shut up, you whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> you whole ass nigga. No, but I'm saying <laughs> like, I'm saying though, right? Right. So oh. like it's a 300 seater, right? If I know, if I literally do not go out and spend twelve hundred dollars, I'll get let. I'm gonna get underneath two hundred. That's just a fact, Fuck. bro. Fuck. Because you, this is how it works, right? If you say my show is on the fifth, right? Say you got, say you got a 300 seater. You've been packing it out for five five months, right? And right. you say, hey, my show is on the fifth, and somebody that. A lot of people that come to that show also go to a different type of venue or a different type of show, and they got something on the same night, and you're every month. Guess what? You're gonna have a light room that month. So my goal is is not to have 300 people. Yeah, no, 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 no. My goal is to get three thousand people. You know why? Because I want that bitch sold out. As my goal is to get to, to the point where I don't have to spend marketing money because as soon as I put the bitch up. It sells out, you know what I'm saying? Or right, as soon as I right, put the bitch right. up, people was already like, "All right, what's the name?" So I don't need, I don't care if it's 300. If I got, if I got 300 on the what's the name? Cool. I I, I need another 300. That, do you think? Do you think that we could put two shows here tonight and sell both of them out? Then we ain't doing, we ain't done enough yet. Like that's nah. like that because that's how that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's how go go work, bro. Like this is what I came from. If you want to go see backyard, backyard got a show four nights out of the week. You get what I'm saying? That's the biggest band in D. That's one of the biggest bands in DC. So that means that's four different times you can go see them, right? Mm -hmm. Each time it's with a different promoter, right? So you don't have a. You can't be like, oh, Backyard's a big band. I'm gonna put them at the Blainsburg Firehouse and call it. I'm gonna put them at because you know why? They're gonna be at the the Armory. They're gonna be at the Blainsburg Firehouse. They're gonna be at the rec center up the street. The niggas gonna be, the niggas right. gonna be at it. Somebody club down the street. They gonna like, right. bro, all in one week, and then everybody price different. So your whole goal is you gotta hit as many people as humanly possible. Yeah, and definitely. then hope that they available on that day. So yeah, that's what I come. I from. mean, yeah, I feel you. I mean, but I guess, um, and I'm about to say, I guess you know, being that fact that we are in different areas, different states is kind of different yeah. because um, out here in Jersey, one you know, one out here in Jersey. We don't have like this late night type of thing. Everything got closed in here at two o'clock. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. So there's not a lot to do. So we get more loyalty being the fact that there's not a lot to do. Like in my town where I live at in Union, same shit out here with a movie theater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it. There's a movie wow. theater, there's a library, <laughs> there's some restaurants, and there's my show. Like, you know what wow. I mean? So, so well, I'm, I'm always going to have that. You know what I'm saying? That traffic right, 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 because right, right, now, because right. people, we have nothing to do. Whereas I have the other towns where I have the show in uh, Elizabeth and Woodbridge, we promote to a different type of crowds out there. You know what I'm saying? Though mm, so right. I would say a different type of quality crowd. So with my Woodbridge room, I can't front. My Woodbridge room is all like dressed to impress. It's dressed down. It's very nice. Everybody comes, dresses, shoes, slacks, all the that's time. A, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's your dress requirement? No, I mean, basically, it, it wasn't my dress requirement, but it is now because that's what everybody do. You know uh, what I'm saying? So now okay, I'm letting okay, everybody okay. know, like, if you won't come to my show, if you ain't dressed down, you're going to look out of place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, so, so basically, with that room, since it's a different type of quality of people, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, how do I say it? It's like, um, it's like, if you're not there, you're nobody. That's how they feel, you know what I'm saying? Because the 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 way that we present and the and the and the type of room, like if you ever go to see my room, it's 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 elegant. The shit is immaculate. It's beautiful. I got a big lake, swan, and all type of dumb shit. Oh, uh, <laughs> dope shit, dope shit. Yeah, yeah, dope shit. So you know what I'm saying? So for the most part, I, I I promote, and on top of that, we have vendors. So since we have the vendors, the vendors promote. You know mm. what I mean? And they have so many people. So I may get 10 vendors. If I get 10 vendors, I'm guaranteed 50 to 100 people off them alone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the fact that they got people that want to support them. So they said they have people that want to support them. They have to come to the show in order to do so. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I know I'm guaranteed 50 to 100 there. And then off of my promoter alone, I'm guaranteed 100 off of him. You know what I'm saying? And then I got stragglers. Right. And then the crazy thing with the stragglers, we hardly collect like during the pandemic. I couldn't even let stragglers in because we were oh, only yeah, allowed a certain amount of people. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You only allowed a certain amount right. of people. So so now that everything's open, now the stragglers are all welcome. You know what I'm saying? So that adds more to my show. So, but like I said, all this took time to build. None of this went overnight. You know what I'm saying? The pandemic slowed shit down. And to you know, finally to get things back open, it was like kind of a different feel because everybody had nothing to do for so long. Right. So now to get everybody back in, it's kind of, you know what I mean, kind of like a, a, a bigger push. You know what I'm saying? When's your, when's, when's your next one? That was that was one of the comments. What was your next one? Uh, as far as my rooms? Yeah. As far as my room goes, I have, I have I got Drew Frazier at my spot, um, August 5th. August 5th. And then I do um the August 22nd, I have my other room in that I have um uh, first of all. So hold on, so like is it is it on your Instagram? You had it all up on. Your, I know you had your flyers on your Instagram, yeah, but yeah. do you have like your Eventbrite or whatever? Or how do how do now? This is one thing that I I be trying to ask people because everybody uh -huh. different on this shit. How are you selling your tickets? Okay, so I do have a link that I mm. use when it's time for certain shows, like my other the two once a month shows. I have a certain link that people go to to purchase tickets. With my um with my every other week, that's basically pay at the door. Because I don't have time to keep doing a link every other week trying to create for what's the names. You know what I'm saying? And the what, fact so you don't use know, a ticket company? Not with not with my every other every other Thursday. Only reason being because the room is free. I mean, I mean, it's only I'm sorry, that's free. It's only ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for the most right, part, right. it's it's nothing to everybody coming here for ten fucking dollars. You know what I'm saying? 
in DC. I mean, come to DC. These niggas act <laughs> like ten dollars is everything. Bro, you like don't I take said, away from my drink tab, bro. Don't take word, away from bro. my drink tab. But you know, <laughs> but, that, but then again, that's the area I'm in. The area I'm in is very like, you know what I mean? These motherfuckers out here got money. You know what I mean? Right. right and then on top of that, right, they right. got money and then they have nothing to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So majority of everybody I mean, it's smart to put it out there, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It's kind of, it's, it's definitely smart to put it in that area, you know what I'm saying? In that yeah, area. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah, definitely. But I have it the way I have it like mapped out now, as far as what's name, like I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is because I, I want to start bringing other comments from other states. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So what I'm yep. trying to do is have a way that I can have my rooms consistently. So if I can have two to three shows a week, so if I have my Thursday and my Saturday and my Sunday all in one week. Somebody comes out, I can give them a mean run. You know what I mean? Right. For that week. And then I can, you know, hopefully get a return to the same. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, everybody's pulling, trying to pull that off. I know we got Stacey Carver in a couple of weeks, but like mm -hmm. in Baltimore, one of the things that Baltimore does really, really well is runs, right? Yeah. DC, for some reason, we got a lot of, we got a lot of people who like, step on toes and a lot of people who don't rock with each other a lot of people who yeah. rock with each other but they don't really tell people they rock with each other you know what i'm saying it's a lot of different that's, shit that's, out there. You know what that's saying? comedy in baltimore they do that a lot baltimore is, a, is is big on and i mean it, it has its issues of course i think everybody has right. their issues with that shit, right but right. it's a it's bigger on the runs right like if i bring a right. guy out from texas why the fuck are you bringing a guy out from Texas? You already got to pay for his flight, his hotel, and then the show, and then you got to hope that show goes well. You might as well, right. if you're going to bring him all the way out here, try to get him on three other fucking shows and try to run, right. you know what I'm saying? Facts. Cut the right. cost. Hey, look, bro, like, instead of me paying you 800, like, I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay you six. This guy going to pay you another six. This guy going to pay right. another six. But him, that's, you know what I'm saying? Or them, that's 2400 no, I, I did the math. 1800 $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, in the park. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say 24 yeah, I was I, like four days. That was but exactly, exactly. And it gives them more of a reason to come out there and want to, you know what I'm saying, exactly. want to rock. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely understand. I was rocking with, who was I rocking with in Baltimore? What's her name? Uh, Stiletto. I was rocking with Stiletto. Stiletto. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she's a veteran of the pot. She's an alumni of the pot. She has been. Yeah, she was yeah. on uh, couple, last month, I think. Yep. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, um, I know, uh, 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 he was out there for a minute. My man, hot sauce. Hot sauce, not on top of my head. I'm from, so yeah. I'm, I'm from DC. So like, okay. I, I know, I know a lot of people in Baltimore. I know majority of the Baltimore comics, right? But I don't know a lot. <laughs> like a lot of the people okay. that don't go everywhere, I don't know that much. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I know well, a no, lot he's of not, But he's comics. not, he's not from Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's from Chicago, but he moved out to Baltimore. Oh um, no no no! I think I do know who that is. I think I do know. Brandy, who that is. Light skinned guy. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's yeah, not. Yeah. He's not from Baltimore. No, he's not from Baltimore. He's from Chicago. And there was know. one dude, Eddie. Um, Eddie. Uh, Bryant. Eddie Bryant. Eddie Bryant. Yeah, whatever. I haven't seen that man in so long. <laughs> Shit. No, he's that's, uh, that's, that's the OG. That's the OG. That's yeah. my man right there. Hundred grand, my man. Yo, bro, everybody. That's everybody, man, man bro. That's yeah. everybody, man. I don't know. Like Eddie Bryan is just known everywhere, bro. Like, don't get okay. it messed up. If you, yeah, 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 yeah. Eddie Bryan known everywhere. Fucking Boy. um, but not that his birthday was yesterday. Okay, all right, I got hit. Yeah, yeah, his birthday, his birthday was time. just yesterday. So yeah, yeah, he's um, he's he's he's. I think he's 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 getting the you know what I'm saying everything squared away to get back out. 
Because like, oh, okay. like when it comes to like shows and stuff, Eddie was the huh? Eddie was probably one of the biggest promoters in DMV. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like before prior to the pandemic, he was like one of the biggest promoters in the DMV, bro. So I, yeah, I, I know he's just getting everything squared away, but when he come back out, there's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna be like, fuck. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, what, yeah. I mean, what else? What else y'all got going on in Jersey, man? Like, right. y'all, because y'all like I mean, so far away from New York, but not. Nah, nah, <laughs> I keep real. New York's like so around the corner for us. I mean, crazy thing is like you know going to New York is like you know maybe like an hour, but an hour is nothing in car. You know what I mean nowadays. Right. But um, for the most part, I feel like I feel like right now Jersey's kind of scattered. You know what I'm saying? There's mm. comedy shows, but everybody's kind of scattered. Everybody's kind of mm. doing their own thing coming out of the pandemic. Right. Which I could understand. Like, I cannot, you know what I mean? Because I'm doing the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, um, and for the most part, what I want to say as far as consistency goes, I would say is me and talent. I would say it's me and him. And maybe hostile. But I, I've, uh, my show has been, ever since the pandemic everything opened up, I've been every single month banging them out, banging them out. Banging them out. I, yeah. My venue ain't changed. Everything's been the same. Everybody, you know what I mean? So I would say me, talent, and I would probably say houses have the most consistent. But for the most part, do you see comedy shows, but it's kind of scattered. It's like you'll see a show here, but it'll, that'll be it. That'll be that one show. You'll see a show here, then that'll be that one show. Then they'll come back three months later and do another one. It's, it's kind of scattered right now. I keep it real. I shop around a lot more in New York, too. You know what I mean? Because mm. I kind of want to get on the comedy club scene a little bit. You know what I mean? In the mainstream. Right, 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 right. Guys. But I was really trying to, I was actually trying to get into Philly, but I, Philly's kind of weird, man. <laughs> Philly, Philly, you know, if Philly, in my opinion, I'm not from there, but from yeah. dealing with these, like dealing with a lot of people from Philly, Philly, one of them joints that is like, because they got so many comics in Philly, yeah. and most of their comics like dry to other states anyway, because they like in the middle. So it's right. like they, they between, they between the D, they between the DMV and in the Northeast, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. they could drive up to New York, Jersey, they could drive down to DC, Virginia, so on and so forth, uh, Atlanta, if they really want to. They got Boston. so many goddamn comics that they don't really have to, they really don't fuck with people outside of Philly that much. They it seems like that. that. It but, seems like but, that for real. But this the kid, once you get in, all of them niggas are cool. It's fucking yeah. weird. It's like yeah, once you get in and once you know them niggas, like you'd be like, man, I could come to Philly. Like you'll literally just be like, man, I'm about to go to Philly, get a cheesesteak and hang out with somebody. Like that, like them niggas is, is cool as shit, but you gotta get in. It's weird, I, bro. I, I see, yo. I see. I did a yo. I did it. They had a weed event out there, man. I did this weed event. Now I don't one thing about me, I always read the room. As soon as I walk in the room, I just can't help it. That's just how I am. I gotta read the room. So this room was kind of awkward this night because the stage. It was like I said, it was a weed event. So all the weed eating stuff is like over here and the stage all the way over there. So nobody's all the way Ken over Jones. there. Yeah, Ken Jones was there, but it was it, it was weird. <laughs> so all the comedians are going to the stage performing and just bombing. One after another, just bombing. Because the people are so far and listen. So I'm uh, saying yeah. to my people, I had a friend that rolled me. I'm like, I'm not performing on that fucking stage. I'm going to walk right over to here where these people are and I'm going to perform right in front of these motherfuckers. Right, and they was like, "You sure you can do that?" I'm like, "I can do anything the fuck I want to." So I walked over there. They brought me up. I went over, and grabbed the shit, and I performed by the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they rock with me. <laughs> it seemed like all the Philly comedians 
didn't do that. They all went to the stage and they all bombed. Only one friendly comedian didn't do, did do that with Buck Wild. He did the same thing oh, that's I did. That's, that's because yeah. Buck Wild don't give a fuck. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> he did the same thing I did. But I felt like after that night, they really didn't fuck with me though. That one night, nah. they asked. They, I, like, they, I don't even know who was even, there, but I said they wasn't. They weren't even talking to me. Nah, for you. But I was even trying. I'm like, all right, bro. See you later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said, bro, it's it's one of the yeah. things, right? Like DC Comics yeah. do it too, right? We do it too. In the sense of like, I don't see you a lot, so I don't know who the fuck right. you are. Right. So it's like, and then you get so many fly by nighters, right? And DC will get motherfuckers that are coming town because they're a comic, but they was trying to get a guest spot on somebody, some other comic that was at the improv, right? So then they'll stop in at other people's shows or open mics around the area. They'll jump on stage. They'll be funny as fuck. And then you never see them again. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't. Right. So like it's like being funny on stage out here don't really mean shit if nobody know who the fuck you are. I mean that's you pretty pretty what I'm comedy, Period. Yeah. I mean you'll be yeah, funny. That's, that's, that was nobody. my point. That was my point. Yeah. I think I, Philly, Philly, you already nigga. They're fucking uh uh uh. What's the joint? The cheesesteak places. You know what I'm saying? You gotta know what you ordering at the. You know what I'm saying? Right? You can't guess. You can't look at the menu, bitch. You better already know or get to the back of the mm -hmm. line. And start all over. Like, that's how they. That's how they fucking restaurants work, my nigga. Like you don't think the people right. like that. Like they. They don't. It's no like. Hey, what up, bro? What's your name? Like you know. There's no. Yeah, not no, not no like, southern hospitality here. Yeah, right. it ain't. This ain't southern, bro. These niggas not country. Yeah. They in the city. They got they way too right. much shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Right, but every right. like I said, I went to punch. I did punchline, and met a couple comics there. Nigga, as soon as you meet them. And you like as soon as you meet them and you can get like and they fuck with you and they vibe with you, nigga. These mm. niggas be on like I'll post something. These niggas a uh, comment on my post. I ain't seen these motherfuckers in, in months. I used to we used to play a basketball tournament out there back mm. in um uh I think what was that 2016? 2016 we used to play a basketball tournament in Philly. I still know some of these guys just from that. I haven't seen them in four years. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like Phil, I, I'll be honest. It just like anywhere else, bro. I think every city's like that. If I don't know you, nigga, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but Jersey, we I guess Jersey, we ain't like that though. Like if we don't know you, yes, y'all are, bro. Yes, we know, bro. Yes, y'all are, bro. Let me tell you. I think every place. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Jersey. Though, <laughs> if you don't know and you are funny, you can get booked in Jersey just off that one night. Right. Just off that one night, even though niggas don't know you, just on the third, somebody, maybe majority of them, though, I don't find fuck, I don't know that nigga. But one of them comedians is gonna come up to you like, oh, what you doing, uh, September, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. At least one gonna come up and book you. Word is born. Yeah, that, that's that's my Jersey. Niggas, niggas came over to me and was like, hey, man, so when your next show, bro, uh, yeah, <laughs> I might come down for that. <laughs> I can never get the. Well, that, that, that depends on. That depends on the comedians too, though. You know what I'm saying? That you're yeah. rocking with you. Because there's some comedians, there's some comedians that are established, and there's some comedians that are finding their way. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you if you're around a bunch of comedians still finding their way, hell yeah, they're gonna be like, I'll come your way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But comedians that I'm have nice rooms and that are established, yeah. comedians that do have rooms and that are established, gonna look at you and be like, all right, he's funny. Let me get him up back out here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Man, we got so I'll be I'll be I'm actually coming up. I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna try to make it up uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, oh. 
When? Of the, uh, this week. This, this week. Yeah, I'm going up, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm heading up New York. I'm heading up New. So my like the big sis is uh Frankie French. So okay. Fry, like, I'm doing, doing a show with uh Walter Wizard and Ken Jones actually. Where? Uh, in Newark, Newark, New Jersey. And oh shit, I park in Newark. Yeah, so I might, I might try to shoot. Yeah, I'm gonna say if you that's the name. There's definitely my say DM me and I can hit you my number. And if you free, because it's only me and Ken on the show. That's it. And Walt's also. For real. Nice. Yeah. That's, no. that's how you post. I like that shit though, man. Yeah. I really hate. I really hate more than five, bro. And Yo, when I, like bro, I said, that, when that, that does that it's drain the crowd. Yeah, that one drain the crowd. It drains the headline. Like if you headlining and you got five, six comedians ahead of you, like oh my no, there's no gosh, headliner. bro. There's huh? no headliner. Word. You you like, you bro. you take the t- attention from the audience, and you you've only got so much energy to put out. And they can yeah, only exactly. get so much, so you split it up too much past five. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I so, so I have a show. So we do a show. I do a showcase, the DMV Comedy Spotlight, right? And it's mm-hmm. a showcase, biggest, com- uh, mm-hmm. not biggest, uh, some of the like funniest unknown comics in in the DMV, right? So it's Baltimore, Virginia, and DC, right? I do five on that show, and the reason why is like I'll put some, I'll put the the, the funniest green comic as the host, right? They might be mm-hmm. funny as hell. But they they don't they not as I can't put them behind the motherfuckers that got more time. That's just stupid. Right. That right? You just give right. them buried. Yeah, right. you just try and bury them. Right. Right. So right. like on this show, I got uh Sahib Singh, who's fucking funny as a bitch. Right. Okay. He's he's doing big on he's doing big on social media, but he's hosting. Um, I got a uh comedian, my homegirl D Lo, um, Dwayne Watts, Frankie French, and my other uh my boy Eddie Morrison. Uh okay. all killers. All killers, right? Mm-hmm. I can put five on that show because they're all doing 15. There's no headliner. You right. get what I'm saying? Like, they're all doing 15 minutes, but that's still, even with the time breaks, that's still less than an hour and a half. You feel right. what I'm saying? Exactly. I be seeing exactly. motherfuckers put six people on and then being like, all right, guys, y'all ready for your headliner? And it's been an hour 45 into the show. Right. Like, bro, they started this shit at 930. Yo, where I've seen people do that and do mad time in between each comedian. Oh, There'll be six comedians and yeah. they'll do like 15 minutes in between each comedian. And you that be shit's sitting there unbearable. like that should be like, yo, bro, you, you're killing everybody. Yeah. And you're killing oh, the quality because of everybody the show. laughing. Because they laugh right. because and this is what like this is one of the things like I guess like I was I explained this to somebody else, right? This is why I don't like the term, I don't like when comics use the terms of urban and mainstream, not that they don't exist, right? Not that they don't right. exist, but in the sense of like comics belittle one or the other, right? Because right. mainstream comics will belittle urban comedy, right? Uh-huh. And then, and our first thought is like, oh, you racist ass prick, but black comics literally belittle mainstream comedy, and it's like, dog, you do understand that both rooms pay. That's one, right? Two. The audience has no idea what the fuck you are talking about as far as urban and mainstream. They knew it was black people in there and black people was laughing. They knew it was a lot of other people in there and all the motherfuckers. Were you funny? Oh, you know, he do a lot of he do a lot of setup permits punches and a lot of storytelling. You know, he only good for the mainstream side. Hold up, was he having people in your room laugh? Yeah, but it wasn't that that bottom. Of, I need niggas with the bottom of the gut. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, you're not getting that every time, bro. 
They, or you get right. a lot of repeat jokes, bro, because that yeah. that bottom of the gut lab comes from surprise, motherfucker, <clears throat> or or, yeah. or 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 uh uh what's that uh relations like like it, or I understand what he's talking yeah. about. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Or, or. Like, I, I, I just, mean, yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah. It's pure I mean, for the most part, I feel like I I can be. I am two different comics, um, because I don't host the same way I headline. You know what I'm saying? When I headline, I'm taking my time. I'm having a good time. Right. We're having fun. When I host, I have a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I want the room, and I want I don't want the comics to walk up to a stage where everybody's ready to laugh. You know what I'm right. saying? I want to set my comics up to win. You know what I mean? I don't want to set my guys up to fail because if if the host is doing bad, now it's harder oh, yeah, on the yeah, comic yeah. that has to come up on stage. You yeah. you if the host is bad, you've killed everything. Right. Very little chance of the show going well from there. Good, exactly. And I feel like if the host has energy, not to say you have to have energy, but it gives the room energy. You know what I'm right. saying? That's fact. It gives That's the room fact. energy. You know what I'm saying? So you may be laid back in your whole set, but the room is ready and energized and ready to just laugh at you, yep. whatever you're doing. Keep it going. You hear me? Yeah, keep it going. Exactly. So like I'm just I feel what? like Go ahead. Okay. No, like I said, I just feel like I am definitely two different comics. I am like a host and a headliner. I'm definitely a two different type of type of guy. Like I, I feel like a host I may be urban and a headliner I may be mainstream if that's what you're trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Because they, yeah, they, they yeah, do yeah. say headline type whole you know mainstream there's a lot of storytelling and things of that nature and when i have like i do a lot of that you know what I'm saying? yeah so man that's my do the crowd laugh that's yes. all i give yeah, a fuck all, about is the crowd yeah. laughing i don't right. all that other shit that you matters. gotta play like why are comics right. who's funnier who's not funny nigga are they laughing all right then right. let's keep it moving bro let's keep this shit right. moving yeah one got, thing i learned in mainstream comic uh, mainstream comedy i learned to let the crowd laugh Exactly. Yeah. Or exactly. That's one thing. Because in urban comedy, we cut, we cut you guys, we cut, you know, laughter off just to get to the next joke. You know what I'm saying? But with mainstream, they'll let them laugh all the way through, and then let's get to this next one. You know what I'm saying? So you can learn something exactly. from both sides. Exactly. You learn how to, you learn how to control an audience a lot more in the mainstream. I mean, I'm sorry. You learn to control the audience more in in an urban, but you learn how to let the audience give you feedback in the mainstream. Right, because right. that pause, right. that pause yeah. is everything. I, I, yeah. Dwayne Watts, Dwayne Watts was there, right? Dwayne Watts was uh, at a show that I did, and I did a oh. pause. Nigga, I had, I was on a roll. I was on a roll, but I got so cocky in my head. I paused uh. for about like five seconds when I wasn't supposed to, just because they were <laughs> like, because they had been laughing so much further, and that shit was so like. I was like, oh shit, I fucked up. Uh like, <laughs> it felt like I had forgot what I was trying to say. And everybody oh. just looked at me like I was stupid. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, yo, Ray, this has been a pleasure, man. We already did like 50 minutes, man. It's yes, sir, bro. Fly, baby. Word up, time man. Time fly. Fly. We're having fun, baby. You already know. And this exactly. was that so, man. You know what I mean? Tell everybody, tell love. everybody where they can find you, Ray. Tell everybody. Hey man, find me Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, R E Y G I B B S Ray Gibbs. I'm gonna pop right up. Dreadlocks, you already know it's me, man. So definitely look me up, man. I'm definitely coming down to you guys' area too soon, man. Oh, this definitely. So definitely. This, uh, and I might see, ball, I might see, I'm gonna try to get up there and see you on Friday, bro. All right, definitely, man. You already know, man. And like I said, I definitely plug you in. You already know, it ain't nothing, nothing. Yes, hey, sir. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna get in trouble. Stay in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I'm mad.
with it, with it, with it. That's where I'm at with it. Spit out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it? That's where I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it.